Hello, and welcome back to Orb Magic. My name's Dr. Christina Rawls, and I just thought for season three, I might do these little clips that are just about 15, 20 minutes long or less of interesting things that I'm finding. And the first one here is, well, before I get started, if you have not heard the interview with Mark Gober, season one, uh, episode one of season three from last month, I really recommend it. It was really fantastic, and I thank Mark again for that. Uh, I came to Mark through Tanya Berg, uh, Tanya Berg at Life Continuing Podcast, and Tanya just did an interview with me, so you can go hear that if you're interested, but she has an amazing podcast at Life Continuing, and so just send you over her way, and there is an interview coming up in a few weeks with another surprise guest with Orb Magic, and I'm very much looking forward to that, but for right now, I just wanted to share with you all, if you're interested, in a little piece of physical mediumship history that I don't think is very well known or easy to find. My medium mentor, Kathleen Cotter Lloyd, gifted me a few books the other day. I made it safely to Minnesota. And this one book here is called Revelations of Today, Recordings in Seance by Dr. R.L. Frederick with the direct voice medium in Denver, Colorado in the 1940s and 50s, Mrs. Colleen Britt. And Dr. Frederick was not a believer in the afterlife until he met his patient, Colleen Britt, and then experienced direct voice mediumship and seance mediumship, physical mediumship, physical phenomena mediumship, and trance mediumship with Colleen. And so he, he recorded and tested Colleen and he made recordings of a bunch of spirits and beautiful souls that came through Colleen. Everyone from Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Edison to Sitting Bull or the large buffalo about to sit, the large bull about to sit, which was his real name. Uh, Luther Burbank, Will Rogers, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, different friends of theirs and then people like Theodore Roosevelt uh, Byron Britt a relation to Colleen I believe and I'm still learning there's amazing recordings that were then put on paper and so I'm just going to read chapter one the, the real quick couple minutes it's only like four pages long and you will see who it is who is speaking through Colleen and that they took a recording of, and I really think you'll enjoy it. And it goes like this. Good evening, friends. I am attracted to the light that emanates from your little group here tonight. I am attracted because of the type of vibratory emanations which are going forth in the ether. I am attracted because I sense that each of you, in his own way, is a great humanitarian, a word which in writings has often been applied to me. In my day, I was much criticized. I was shunned by many people. Yet in the history books of your nation, I have been pictured in various outstanding ways, many of which have been changed in order to make me appear that which I was not. I am Abraham Lincoln. I want to greet you on this humanitarian basis. I do not know if you realize that while I never was an atheist, still I never was a Christian man. Are you hearing me? 
I want you to hear me. I read, mu- I read much at an early age. I began forming my own conclusions. The more I studied, the more I lived closer to nature. The more I associated with the so-called religions of my day, the more I realized that while the church was endeavoring in many instances to promote good, the results which they created were bad. The churches in my day used individuals to create the beliefs which they wished to generate in the minds of the young. I repeat, I was not an atheist, but I never belonged to a church in my life. The fact that I was not a Christian in the ordinary sense of the word would have kept me from the high office had not other circumstances intervened. In my time, the individual who did not belong to a church or who did not believe in a personal God or at least professed to believe in one was very nearly a heathen. In that sense of the word, my friends, I was a heathen. I want to repeat that I am attracted here because of the humanitarianism that emanates from the being of you who sit here about. I want to praise you for sending out these vibrations. I want to praise you for acknowledging an infinite being, yet being intelligent enough to think for yourselves, to reject those things which any thinking individual knows can be, cannot be truth. There is no object in man's living upon the earth if he is not conscious of truth. He is in no way helping himself. He is in no way helping his fellow men. As you know, my greatest desire in life was to free people from slavery. I might say to you that in my younger days, I did read the Bible at great length. And the one thing that caused me to realize that there was nothing divine about the Bible was the fact that the people of that time sanctioned slavery. You can read it in your Bible, any of you who care to do so. I studied this at great length and could not make it become a part of my consciousness to have any other human be a slave to another. Had I followed the teachings of the Bible as I read it, I presume I could not possibly have brought myself to have freed these slaves. I want you to think about this thought later on. If you are not aware that this is a teaching within the book of the Bible, I want you to read it for yourselves. My greatest deed in life, I now realize, was my consideration of those with whom I came in contact. I do not say that to praise myself. I say that only as an example to you who still walk the earth plain. I was not a great man as most people have been led to consider me a great man. I was like any one of you who sits here. Circumstances over which I had no control caused my being brought to the top of activities at a critical time in this country's history. I am thankful to an intelligence whose power I am sure I drew from at the points in my experience when I needed the help the most. I could not have been brought before the people the changes that came about in the country had I not had given to me the help of higher intelligence. Yet never did I pray to God because I did not then know if there was a God. I do not yet know if there is a God and most people, as most people think of it. I know that overall is a soul being with infinite intelligence. I am sure I knew it those days when I walked 
in mental turmoil upon the face of the physical world. I am ever grateful for that source of power which is just out of physical reach, but which is within the mental reach of every individual that walks upon the earth. That is why I am here tonight, friends, because to such as you I am attracted, to such as you I am drawn, because all of my years of earth experience and all of my years of experience here have taught me that the love of one's fellow men, the honesty and integrity of one's daily life, is the all-powerful constituent of progression upon the earth plane and progression in this spirit plane. I repeat again that I was not a Christian. I am not saying this in a way of being proud of it. I am not saying it in a way of being ashamed of it. I am saying it because, to me, the so-called religious man, as I have known him, is not the most desirable character to be found upon the earth plane. The so-called religious man, as accepted by the masses, is one who, for the most part, is a hypocrite. If you analyze that you will know that I speak the truth, give me the man who, when he walks down the street, has no feeling of being inferior or superior to any being there. He is not the judge of such as that. Give me the man who in his daily affairs has integrity of purpose, and when he meets his fellow men, let me see him radiate from within his being the proof that within his soul lies understanding. Within his soul lies sympathy for his fellow being. Within his heart is the love for those about him not a love that wishes to hinder, not a love that wishes to destroy initiative, but a love for humankind, a love that is active, be the man right or be he wrong. That makes no difference. That is not mine to decide. Give me the man who greets each new day with courage, with the determination to do something. He may not be right, but at least he will be active in mind active in body, active in thought. He will be hindered by no fear of a hell, will be afraid of no fantastic devil. He will be not interested in seeking a throne at the right hand of God, as it were. He will be interested in being a man because such is his heritage. I greet you tonight. I shall greet you again. I hope that my words have been recorded here because it is a great pleasure to speak again to the many who may listen as they have done in the past. I have spoken to those on the earth plane many times. I come to you not as an assistant, but as a free spirit intent upon bettering the thought progression on the earth plane. I shall come to you again. Until that time, good night, my friends. And that, and those, were the words of Abraham Lincoln through the direct voice medium, Colleen Britt, as recorded by Dr. R. L. Frederick and put down onto paper in 1954 in a little book called Revelations of Today. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you in a few weeks for the surprise guest. I can't wait. Thanks for being here. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>